0: June is my month of prevailing faith. Now, but because this month is, uh, or this year, is um, our year of the new era, um, I've called what I'm teaching, and we may take it into July, I've called it uh, faith for the new era. Faith for the new era. Because you're going to need faith for this new era. Praise God. Amen. Can we please stand up and, and look at um, our pilot scriptures for this Sunday? Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Let's look at pilot scriptures for this Sunday. We're, we're going to look begin uh, uh, with the, 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 the book of Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 3. Uh, look at three scriptures. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 3. Thank you Holy Spirit of God. Let's, let's, let's stand for the reading of God's word. So he humbled you, allowed you to hunger and fed you with manna which you did not know nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone. That he might make you know, he took you through that process, he humbled you, he allowed you to to suffer lack and hunger, and then he fed you with manna which you did not know before. Nor did your fathers know they had never seen manna before. Why? That he might make you know, all of that experience was to make you know that man shall not live by bread alone. But man lives by every word. Man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. I want us to look at Habakkuk chapter 2. And I read from verse 1, read 4 verses. I'm I'm not sure if they're able to show uh, four verses Um, from verse 1. I think they'll probably show verse 4. But I'll just read from verse 1, okay? So media, you're able to, uh, when I get to verse 4, you can show it. And there's a reason why I'm reading from verse 1. Then the Lord answered and said, the Lord answered me and said, Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 1, write the vision and make it plain on tablets, uh, that he may run who reads it. Uh, For the vision is yet for an appointed time. Uh, But at the end it will speak. If it came out of the mouth of God, there's an end where it will speak in the name of Jesus. And it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it. Let me look at two neighbors around there and say, wait for it, wait for it. Though it looks like it's delaying, wait for it. Uh, Wait for it. Uh, Because it will surely come. It will not tarry. It says, behold the proud, verse 4 now. His soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. But the just shall live by his faith. I, I like, I like the, the Living Bible uh, rendering of these verses. Let me just read it quickly now. okay? And the Lord said to me, write my answer on a billboard. Large and clear. So that anyone can read it at a glance and rush to tell the others but this time these things are planned won't happen right away slowly steadily surely the time approaches when the vision will be fulfilled slowly steadily but surely let me tell you about surely but surely it may look like it's slow but it's steady and it's surely the time approaches when the vision will be fulfilled if it seems slow do not despair, for these things will surely come to pass. Just be patient; they will not be overdue a single day. They will not be overdue a single day. I'm talking to people who are carrying visions in this house. I'm talking to people who are carrying visions in in, in the online world. I'm talking to you. He said, "It looks like he's delaying, but it will not be overdue a single day." It says, Note this wicked men trust themselves alone as these Chaldeans do and fail, but the righteous man trusts in me and lives. When you get home, please look at that translation, the Living Bible. It says, Wicked men trust themselves alone as these Chaldeans do, but they fail, but the righteous man. Are there any righteous people in the house this morning? They trust in me. And then they leave. When you trust God, you will leave. Finally, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. If you just don't know the scriptures we read this morning, I'll be excited. Hebrews 11 verse 6, I'm not sure they're able to show you that. But I'm going to quickly read. But without faith, it is impossible to please Him. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. But without faith, it is impossible to make God happy. For he who comes to God, if you're a child of God, you're a believer, you go to God, you must believe that he is. And that secondly, he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Father, bless your word this Sunday morning. Lord, indeed your word is blessed already. Let it grow mightily in this assembly. And Lord, even to our all online audience. And let it prevail in the name of Jesus. Let your word prevail in every life, in every situation, in every circumstance. Uh, let it prevail in the name of Jesus. Let your word this Sunday morning bring forth much fruit in our lives in the name of Jesus. Your word says that your words that leave your mouth, it will not return unto you void or empty. But it shall go forth to establish that which you have sent it. You sent your word and your word healed your word delivered let that be the portion of your word this sunday morning in the name of jesus let this word heal let it deliver in the name of jesus let it bring forth much fruit like the water that comes down from the heavens upon the earth brings forth fruit of the earth this word lord will not be in vain in our lives in jesus name we give you praise and we give you glory in the name of jesus holy spirit of god saturate this atmosphere And let indeed your power be available to heal and to deliver in Jesus' mighty name. Let the church say what? Amen. Praise God. Please be seated. It's our month of prevailing faith. And like I said, this Sunday we're going to begin to look at uh, the faith, the faith for the new era. Somebody say faith for the new era. Clearly, this is church unusual. So we need faith for the new era. I mean, for those of you who go to work, uh, you know, things are not the way they should be. So... There's no season as much as this that you need faith for this era. Faith for the new era. Praise God. Today we're going to be uh, basically laying some foundations. Okay. Foundations today and then on Sunday. All are just foundations. This morning we're going to be looking at two aspects of faith. Two aspects of faith. We're laying foundations. Two aspects of faith. The first one is um, faith as it relates to our relationship with God. Faith as it relates to our relationship with God. That's the first one. Uh, The second one is living supernaturally through faith. So those are the things we're going to be briefly looking at this morning. Faith as it relates to God. Okay. Because a lot of times we we actually uh, don't look at faith as it relates to God. Many times we only look at faith um, because we want to live supernaturally. Okay. But we're we're going to see this Sunday morning. um, The most primary um, element of faith is faith as it first relates to God faith as the first release to God and so we see in Hebrews chapter um, 11 verse 6 that we read this morning um, it it says that without faith it is impossible to please God now I want to please plead with you this Sunday morning every time in the seasons we are in and going forward I I don't want us to take God's words casually anymore and it doesn't matter how many times you have heard a scripture um, because it's God's word because it's God's word pay attention to it Pay attention to it. No matter how many times you have heard it. Behave as you have never heard it before. So it says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Now, remember that God means what he says. And he says what he means. God means what he says. And he says what he means. So if he says, without faith, it's impossible to please him. How many of us say, I want to please God? Come on, I just wave your hand. Okay, those of you at home, just wave your hand. Hallelujah, I can see your hands at home. Praise God. Now, 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 he says that if you want to please this God, if you don't have faith, he it says it's impossible. So what that does, what that immediately says to you is that this is a serious matter. Because God means what He says, and He says what He means. And we're going to break it down this Sunday morning. So it says without faith, it's impossible to please Him. And then He says that He who comes to Him, okay, if you choose to become a child of God or a Christian, He says when you come to Him, first believe that he is. What does that mean? First believe that everything you've heard about him, that's who he is. It goes beyond just that, you know, it goes beyond saying that, um, you know, that God exists. Because scripture says that even the devil knows that he exists. That's not the issue. It's not just to know that God exists, but that God exists in his fullness in who he is. So when you approach God, you're approaching him in all of his fullness and you believe that who he is, he is who he is. Praise God. And then the second part is that, and that he's a rewarder of those who do what? Who diligently seek him. That means that every time you come to God, you believe that he is. There are rewards. There are what you you can't seek God in vain. The the Bible, the Bible says, it says, I've not asked that the sons of Jacob will seek me in vain. That means that every time there's a diligence to you seeking God, listen to me, rewards must follow. So, so, there must be a diligence to seeking God. It says, and those who seek him diligently, there are rewards. Somebody say, somebody say, hallelujah. Come on, just wave your hand this Sunday morning. Hallelujah. Now, now there are three components to uh, this matter of our faith um, in, in, in respect of our relationship with God. The first one, oh, I'll, just, I'll just mention the three and then we'll see whether we're able to do the three. The first one is trusting God. The first one is trusting God. The second one is dependence on god and the third one is obedience to god the first one is trusting god the second one so 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 what what god is saying is that if you're if you say for example if you say uh, that you know you believe god you have faith in god listen the faith in god must always come down to a place of trust how many of you know that trust is a stronger stronger word than faith you know, you know what well, many of us have not done that before, but let's even use a simple, an example that we're we, we we're familiar with. How many of you this morning sat on that chair and you trusted that that chair will carry you? Did you think about it? Where you going to sit down? Did you think about it? You trusted that what? It wasn't it wasn't faith you had; it was trust. If I tell you to stand up now, if you want to sit down, maybe you will may look whether something is there. But as per whether the chair will carry you. We must, we must get to working with God to that level. Until you, you trust God the same way you trust that chair you're sitting on. Then the journey of faith is still far for us. The second aspect is dependence. Dependence. God actually wants us to depend on him. But the type of dependence God is looking for is that that you don't have any other option. I'm sure if you've been following me online you know that pastor has changed this is serious business now if you still have alternatives let's be honest you're not depending on god many years ago a man of god said he said it's impossible to look up and look down at the same time either you're looking up at some point or you're looking down but to look up and down at the same time is it possible so you must decide Who are you looking at? The Bible says uh, uh, that that, that, they looked up to him uh, and their faces were lightened and they were not not put to shame. Every time you look up to God totally completely, I want to say to you that your face will be lightened and you will not be put to shame in the name of Jesus. There's nobody who trusts God completely that God will let down. The Bible says that they that put their trust in the Lord, they shall be like Mount Zion. They shall not be moved, but they shall what? Abide forever. Every time I have trusted God totally, he has not let me down. Now, listen to me. God wants to get you to a point where you depend on him totally. Now, he may tell you that that thing may come from somebody, but your your faith is still in him. Your trust is still in Him. He remains the ultimate source. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Now, we said without this kind of trust, it's impossible to please Him. But what that also means is, the positive side is that every time you trust God, God is excited. Every time you trust God, you know what? ay yeah, 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 There's something He does in the stomach of God. There's something he does in the stomach of God. Every time God sees somebody who trusts him totally, meaning you, you have never seen this God, but you have taken him at his word, you believe him totally. Hey, yeah, yeah. He, he gives God great joy. He gives God great joy. I mean, and that, that, that's why you see somebody like Noah. Noah has never seen rain before or water. But God said, Build an ark. Quickly began to do it. You see somebody like Abraham, God said to him, After this man has waited for his son, for over 25 years. He said, Take this son to a mountain, I will show you. If you read that scripture early the next morning, what did he do? He took Isaac. Listen to me. If God says now, that car outside, bless somebody with it. And you know it's God, will you do it? Now, that's a car. His son. In fact, when God gave him the instruction, you know what he said? He said, Your only son. And that's why, if you follow that story, I mean, and you know, you know, you know, sometimes some obedience are just easy, you know, like okay, do this quickly. But he, he went on a journey to kill him. Can you imagine? Maybe he went for five days. Every day, it was a long journey of obedience because it was on the third day he saw the place. Many of us by the second day, we have changed our mind. We say, God, forget this matter. Maybe it's not God. So, so, so. The fact that even took longer days to get to the place of obedience. He touched God. And then he, he, he actually tied the guy, put him there, and raised his knife to kill him. He takes trust for you to kill your only son. And do you know what God said? He said, Abraham. He called him twice. Abraham, Abraham. He said, now I know. Listen to me where we are going to, where you are going to, you need to trust God. And like you're going to see in the second aspect, it looks like our time is actually gone. Like you're going to see at the second aspect of this this message, okay, we still have some time. Uh, We're going to look at the second aspect of this message. You find that everybody who has trusted God at that dimension, they don't live ordinary lives. Not one person. Anybody who has totally, totally, completely, depended and trusted God and obeyed him, their lives are not natural. Because and, and then from that point on, the reason why we're talking about Abraham till today is because he did something like that. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Okay, so, so it's important as we begin to teach on faith that, that our relationship with God must be anchored on the fact that we trust him. That means that the moment you know that it's God that is speaking to you, He demands trust. And like I've said, every time God has seen people who trust Him, the level of excitement, let's look at Jesus. Let's look at two examples with Jesus because Jesus, of course, was the manifestation of God on the earth. I mean, pastors, you you remember um, the, the Roman centurion that came to Jesus and said to Jesus, My servant, who I love so much, very valuable to me, my servant um, is is dreadfully sick at the point of death. and just said, okay, okay, I will come and heal him. But this this Gentile, this is not even a, a Jew, a Roman, said to him, he said, you don't have to come. You don't have to come. You're too big to come to my small house. I know who you are if only you say the word here, without coming to my house, I believe that the word that you say here will heal my son. He says, why do I know that? He says, because I am a soldier, and I understand authority. I understand the power of my word. He said, when I tell my servants, those who work for me, go, they go. I said to that one, come. He comes. He says, I understand that you carry authority in the spirit. If you say, my servant is healed, he's healed. Jesus began to jump. Jesus began to jump. He said, what? He said, not on, not, he said in all of Israel, I have not seen one who has faith like this. He said, go, as you have said it, so it has happened to you. Somebody shout hallelujah. And the Bible records at that same instanta. Somebody say instanta. Instanta. Instantly. I'm challenging somebody. Do something that will touch the heart of God. Do something. You see, many of us will say we are believers. We have never done anything that shows God that we trust Him. We are just playing church. Take a risk on God. Let me be honest with you, and I probably, the reason why many people are not here today is fear. Period. But do you really believe that you can, the thing can touch you and it doesn't? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, you see, like I said, we are behaving well because the government said so. God knows I'm not afraid of even Ebola, except I'm not a child of God, because worse things that come upon this body couldn't stay. Like I said to people, then what is the difference between me and an unbeliever? If I'm afraid of the affairs, if my covenant cannot speak for me now, then my Christianity is in vain. If it says to me, and this sign shall follow those that believe, you shall lay hands on the sick, and the sick shall recover, and then me that should lay hands on the sick, I'm afraid of the sickness. Something is wrong. But like I can say that's not my message today. But you know, we must show that we believe God and that we carry covenant, and we carry fire. Somebody say, I carry fire. Do you know how many things you have eaten before that didn't touch you? You didn't know. You know how things they put on your chair, you sat on it, you didn't know. When we get to heaven, God will open your eyes. It's not only things you know <laughs> that God has delivered you from. Praise God. We're coming into a season where you're going to be looking for trouble. It is trust the three Hebrew children in the in the face of the of the most powerful king of that age king of Persia he says guys bow or else this fire will throw you inside it do you know what they said they said oh king they call him by name oh king oh in fact they mentioned his name oh king as for this matter or bowing they said, forget it but you know what they said if we perish it takes trust it takes trust to every time anybody has said you see if we perish we perish that is the greatest demonstration of trust and like i said every time people have said that did they perish did they perish and i said every time god has seen men demonstrate that level of trust in him what follows is a, an elevation in the spirit that you cannot measure because what happened they, they were thrown into the place but who showed up the fourth man the 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 king himself said were three men not thrown inside this fire he said but I see a fourth one and he looks like the son of God somebody shout hallelujah somebody shout hallelujah you trust God, he can't let you die in the name of Jesus. Every time you trust God, you cannot fail. You cannot fail. Every time you say, God, I trust you. I jump. Catch me, Lord. Every time you jump on account of God, I'm yet to see a man who crashed. Never. And what happened, pastors? Immediately said, bring them out. An immediate promotion followed them. The reason why we have been living very ordinary lives is that we have not trusted God yet. We close. I'm not done. But we we'll have to obey the government for now. Or should we go on? <laughs> Let me see. Okay, we have. Um, we have like, ten minutes. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. So we close. We said one hour. We said one hour fifteen minutes. So we have about ten minutes. So we can see that our faith must first begin in our relationship with God. Because God is the center of our faith. You know many times people have faith in faith. You can't have faith in faith. It's the person who is the the source of the faith. And we're going to be looking at that maybe next Sunday or upper Sunday. It's the person who is the center of that faith that you must must say, is he reliable? Can he be trusted? You know there are certain people when they say to you, come tomorrow i'll do it you go and sleep god is like that somebody say hallelujah if god has given you his promise like we saw this morning he said "Though no, it looks like it's starting it will not be one day overdue in the name of jesus somebody shout hallelujah now the second second one we, we, clearly we're not going to be able to finish it because of time so the first one is we're looking at two aspects of faith but first is faith as it relates to Our walk with God, okay? For he that comes to God must first believe that he is, okay? And he's a rewarder, okay? So what that means also is that if one want to, and you know, because don't forget this sentence even as we close this morning. Listen to me. For you to please God, there must be acts of trust in your life. There must be certain things you're doing that clearly shows that I trust God. If all you're doing is you're playing safe all the time with God, if all you're doing is, you're always in a comfort zone. You see, like Peter. Peter saw Jesus walking on water. And Peter said, Peter is crazy. He says, Lord, if it be you, command me to come. Messiah. He saw his master doing the supernatural. on Not even on a regular sea. On one that is tumultuous. One that has contrary winds, So he's not even saying when the, when, when the sea is calm. And he saw this guy walking. He said, Lord, if it be you, thank you, Jesus. He said, bid me to come. And Jesus said, come. Peter was not the only person in the boat. There were 11 other men. But he took one man. Every other one saw Jesus walking on water. But he took one man to say, a call." Did he walk on water? If you trust God in the season ahead, you will walk on water in the name of Jesus. Let us stand up. Let us stand up. Hallelujah. We'll continue next Sunday. This Wednesday, we're going to begin to look at an, a prayer. Hallelujah. Can you open your mind and say, Father, help me to trust you. Say, so, Father, help me to trust you. Okay. Begin to say, Father, take away fear from my heart. Uh, because what actually most times, uh, you know, uh, affects our trust, and dependence of, in God is fear. is fear. But you know, like we're going to hear in, in, you know, in the weeks to come, the source of faith is the word of God. And that's what the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing. It doesn't just take one time of hearing it. And that's why you don't have a choice. If you're a child of God, you don't have a choice, but you must listen to God's word. Listen to me over these last two months. The more, the more and more I read the Bible, my faith was increasing. And so the, the source of your faith must be God's word. And what will drive away fear is the word of God. I was talking to somebody on the phone yesterday and the man said, Pastor, do you know that this, just this uh, 30 minutes you spoke with me, my faith has risen up. Why? Because before I spoke to him, he was listening to other things. Many, the reason why many of us don't have faith, we are listening to CNN, to Chinese TV, to Dr. This, to Dr. That. But the moment you begin to fill your mind with what God has said, it begins to chase away fear. So I want you to begin to say, Lord, give me the grace to study your word. Give me the discipline to study your word. For many of you, you may not even be physically reading the Bible. Yes, it is important. You may be listening to messages, filling your heart with the word of God. And it will drive away fear it will chase it with fear. You. you need to open your mouth and say Lord I want to please you Lord in this season in this new era so Lord develop my faith give me the discipline to study your word give me the discipline to study your word Lord we bind the spirit of fear the spirit of unbelief. (laughs) We bind it in the name of Jesus. We bind it in the name of Jesus. Twelve men went to the to the promised land. Only two, they saw the same giants. But two said, there'll be meat for us. There'll be bread for us. The other ten were quaking. May we be the other two in the name of Jesus. may we be be able to, it's not what we see but we walk by faith not by sight we walk by faith not by sight we walk by faith in what God has said not by sight, somebody say hallelujah somebody say hallelujah the whole of Israel, their their strong men were in the valley of Elah fighting one man called Goliath David at 17 years old showed up he didn't even know Goliath was there before but he saw him, he said "Ah, what's happening? Why are you all afraid? He like said, I can bring him down now. What was the difference? Trust in God. Can you lift up your hand this morning? The faith that David had, the faith that Caleb, the faith that Joshua, the faith that the three Hebrew boys, the faith that Abraham had. Father, let that spirit come upon this house in the name of Jesus. Let the spirit of faith be impacted beginning from this Sunday morning in the name of Jesus. Help us to trust you. Help us to walk by faith and not by sight. Help us to depend on you. Help us to trust you. And help us to obey you. In the name of Jesus. Somebody say hallelujah. Praise the Lord.